everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast. 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 Steve, thank you for joining me on another lovely evening. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. You know, got one of those hot tub beers of the week. Uh, already in my system. The bubbles are going here. So just ready for uh, a lovely episode 19. It is our legendary Hall of Famer Tony Gwynn episode here. Steve, thank you for joining us again. I know I said that again, but still, I'm really happy I, I you're still, here. I still feel thanked and, and you're welcome. Awesome. Awesome. We've gotten some love about episode 18. I still think the polls are out, but I think that you might be uh, edging me out in the vote Amy, vote Simba battle of the best uh the best animal in a leading role. I've seen some responses come in, and I think that I'm at a disadvantage right now because not everybody's seen Congo. What are your thoughts that, on that? I, I think yeah, I would I would agree with that statement. Uh, I think you're you've assessed the situation correctly, but uh, I think it also speaks to the uh, you know the the power of uh, the true king. Yeah, so I just need to take and get more top mind awareness. So I think I'm going to take and do Congo on Broadway, kind of take a <laughs> book out of the Disney. You know, the Disney thing and do that there. You know, they could play in the same theater as Cirque Olympus get. But before we get too on, off the topic on there, we want to thank everybody who's submitted reviews or submitted their two cents on that and think I'm still a monster. But anyway, Steve, give us some <laughs> data for the show today. What are we talking about? What are we... Where can people find us? We're on the Absolutely. internet, right? So you can you can find us. We have a wonderful website, ohthispodcast.com, where uh, we've got all the episodes up. Uh, you got a little bit about uh, both of us. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, you can also, uh, if you want to support the show, you can find us at uh, on Patreon. Uh, flip us a you know, flip us some financial support if you're uh, if you're nasty. Um, but yeah, we, and then uh, we've just got. Uh, a couple new projects that uh, we're both working on uh, some, some new posts. Uh, if anyone's uh, checking this out, uh, you know, down the road here, you're going to see my uh, uh, first new segment uh, being the minor league hat of the month. And uh, hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy that as much as we do, but uh, we'll dig into that a little bit further uh, down the road in one of our future segments. But I want to get that out there because it's going to be a really fun time. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, in general where we're rolling through. So Patrick, why don't you lead this thing off? Why don't you give us your hot tub beer of the of the week? Absolutely. So I had on my phone today while I was sitting in the hot tub just thinking about stuff. Uh, I had Kevin James's King of Queens complete season and Married with Children complete season on DVD in my Amazon <laughs> cart ready to purchase while drinking this fine beer. And the reason I say it's a fine hot tub beer of the week is because you know, there's not many other opportunities that it becomes uh, warranted to be drinking this fine Mexican lager uh, known to some as Tecate Light. Ooh. So I had a bunch of remainder Tecate Lights, took it down and, you know, heard some of the most animated, interesting, filthy conversations <laughs> in the hot tub today uh, for some people. But the Tecate Light is the hot tub beer of the week, and you can find it in your local grocery stores. It tastes like cat piss. I think Beer Advocate gives it a negative 2.5, and on Rate Beer, it's a 4. <laughs> I don't know why. I just made that up. Uh, if you want to go check that, I, you can check that out there. But So that's my hot tub beer of the week. Steve, what is our actual oldest podcast beer of the week? Yes, the official beer of the week here for uh, those who enjoy uh, some of the 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 finer the finer things in life uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it a little light uh, too this week though because uh you know uh it's getting warm outside and uh we're we're switching gears into summer beers 
Um, so this week we're going to roll out uh, Bell's uh, Fine Wheat Ale, uh, Bell's Oberon, uh, which is a uh, wheat beer, um, kind of in the traditional sense. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people would liken this beer to, you know, if you're not necessarily as uh, into the beer scene, like it, it's, you know, blue, it's similar to like Blue Moon. Um, so it's a pretty refreshing beer. Um, it's a and fairly light. It clocks in about 5.8 percent uh, alcohol. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really a very simple beer. They put there's four ingredients in it, um, the same basic four ingredients that you'd use to make any beer, just no no additions. So you got your your water, your malt, your hops, and your yeast, and uh, that's that's just about all they've got to it. Um, it's got uh, good uh, fruity aromas, a little bit of uh, lemon and orange to it, and it doesn't sit too heavy. It's just like a perfect uh, you know, middle of the day, you know, out, out at a baseball game, out, uh, you know, wandering around, uh, you know, at a beach or anything like that. It's a great beer for any kind of activity like that. Um, so yeah, beer advocate clocks it at 86 rate beer puts it at 83. Um, and it, Oh, one, one new note. Uh, I saw that it has 187 calories per 12 fluid ounces. Not bad. Not bad. Would you also oh, exactly. You're not going to be, uh, bogged down by you know a 350 400 calorie imperial stout uh, when you're when you're crushing one of these during the summer so. yeah you can go run a 5k and drink some of this while absolutely you're doing i that. highly recommend doing that if not I, and i'm not a doctor yeah uh four out of five doctors do not agree with our <laughs> statements here so would you say that this would be their flagship beer at bell's like what they're most no. known for no, I wouldn't say it's their flagship. I think it's too hard. It's their summer. It's their but summer. But it's certainly uh, a big seller for them. Um, and it's it's a really solid beer. I mean, it's it's not remarkable. It's not anything where, you know, we've we've done some beers on here that are really kind of, uh, you know, out there. Uh, but uh, this this is not one of those. This is just one that's uh, you kind of sit there and appreciate that it's just a good all-around solid effort. Yeah, it's an accessible beer into the craft exactly. space. It's not your massive micro or it's not your massive like lager stuff it's a it's a solid craft beer that's distributed you can get it anywhere get yeah it it's uh it's a well uh well distributed beer i believe uh you can probably get it uh you can get it just about anywhere in chicago and i got to imagine that it makes its way to the east and west coast uh, markets as well awesome awesome without further ado uh cheers and let's get this bad boy start let or in the let's get this party started. Oh boy! Running, running, and running, running. And, and did you see that Fergie's start is uh, giving up the Black Eyed Peas, and uh, she's focusing on her solo career? Interesting. I don't so. know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really. It's 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 kind of like my humps. It's a state of mind instead of a song. Right. It's the same yeah, reaction that you have to have with that one there. Well, I think Patrick. This is a perfect lead-in to our uh, our first segment, and we're going to be talking a little bit about swag, my friend, but not the not the swag in the Fergie sense. Oh. We're going to be talking about stuff we all get. Okay, so not like swag <laughs> as in like I got swag. No, not talking it. about how awesome you are okay. or how much you know how fresh your clothes are or anything of that nature. We're talking solely about stuff we all get when we go to events, when we go to conferences. Uh, you know th- that that uh, kind of uh, merchandise that you walk away with that says, "Hey, I did go to the team building exercise in 1999." <laughs> the t-shirts, the pens that you really <laughs> don't understand why. Well, I went to a conference recently, and it was a it was a developer conference, and they knew they were focusing on the developers and kind of like that. And it's the first conference that I went to. I'm like, damn, these guys are, you know, kind of they they can see where the money's at in terms of recruiting people and also like having you buy their product. 
So they pulled out all the stops, and I think like they were giving away. Some of them are giving away like iPads and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I remember one of them that you got up to the table and they took your email address because they wanted to sell you some sort of product afterwards. I, I know what it was, but I don't want to endorse that. And the wheel, you give it a nice hearty spin and you can win like coffee mugs or anything like that. And I got like a fucking uh, Coleman thermos, like an actual <laughs> like thermos, like camping thermos with their logo. I'm like, well, I haven't been camping in like five, seven years. So, OK, I'm going to make uh you know, straight up boozy coffee and they just have this <laughs> like stay warm for like like swag items like that are awesome. But like this this conference that I went to, they had like they were giving away like shit straight up moleskin binders or like uh oh, that's nice. notebooks and stuff like that. And I'm like thinking to myself, Yeah, I'm never gonna use your product, so but thanks for the notebook. It's not gonna <laughs> take an effect my purchasing decision. But yeah, the, definitely the other part of that one was I love it when companies give out swag or give out giveaways at conferences and stuff that have, there's no physical way for you to take it home. And the same (laughs) conference was giving away, like they wanted your email address and something like that to have you enter into a raffle, a drawing, right? And once you entered this raffle and drawing, you could win, you know, like a 40 inch HD TV, not just a, they'll send you one. It's the one they have there at the thing to do their demo <laughs> because they don't want to take it back. Yeah, they don't want to pay the shipping yeah. to send it back. And it's, and it's like, dude, a, a, I, a TV. Yeah. I'm like, I got TVs that are better and it's like, it's raining and it's far like, no, ain't going to happen. So like, those <laughs> are the tech swag stuff, but a lot of them can be good. Steve, what are some of the swags that you get? Some of the swags that you've got? <laughs> well, I get, uh, I mean, I've, I've also been to some conferences and shows, um, and it's, I mean, being, you know, mostly, you know, on the business side of things, it's, it's fairly, uh, conservative, From the executive uh, you know, collections, you get the, you get the pens, you get the, the desk pads, uh, you know, notebooks and things like that. Um, I mean, I've been to some trade shows where, uh, I've, we've been a, a demonstrator, uh, or exhibitor rather than like a, rather than a customer. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I'm going around and I'm looking at like all of the random things that like these people are giving away. And it's like, you've got one, you know, one end down in the booth. Like I always find it weird when people are giving away stuff that's like totally irrelevant to the product. I mean, I understand it gets people in. So like people giving away an iPad, it's like you sell flashlights. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I fail to see I mean the iPad probably has a flashlight. It does have a flashlight on it. So it's like you're just telling people where to go to take and cannibalize but, your sales. Yeah, I mean so it's yeah, I mean my my swag, I'm always just weirded out by like branded stuff and that stuff like I'm I just kind of wonder is like am I ever going to use this product like that they're hawking that has like Hey, I've got this notepad with ABC company on there. Oh, that reminds me. I do need to order supplies from ABC company. It's like, I don't, I don't ever fucking do that. <laughs> I don't mean to stop you, but holy shit. I'm actually wearing a swag t-shirt yeah, right now. I thought you might be. <laughs> for, like completely unintentional uh, for um, a product that, yeah, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like clothing stuff is like really, I, like I'm not, at least where I'm at, like until, you know, if I switch industries into getting some, into something new, like maybe I'll wear some of the uh, clothing giveaways, but it's like for now where I'm at, it, I'm, not, I'm not wearing that in my normal line of work ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> what? So if I had a company and I was trying to sell you something, what uh-huh. would be the ultimate piece of swag that you would want for me to convert you as a customer? Hmm. Like what? Ultimate swag. Yeah. I, uh, I can go first if you want. 
no, no, no. Uh, I like a, a a solid uh golf ball with like the little golf packages that they put together. So you get like maybe a sleeve of golf balls with the divot repair tool that may have a logo on it or something like that. That might that might get me going. Nice. That's good. That's not yeah. bad. No, I mean that's that's one that you know, especially if they're decent golf balls. Uh, if they're if they're garbage, you know, top flights or something, I don't, I'm not gonna be impressed. But if you get some like nice Titleist balls in there or what Nikes, about, how about a bunch of noodlers? The noodlers are no good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hit the noodlers. Well, Nike doesn't make golf balls or golf products anymore. But right. uh, um, but back in the day when they made the when they were making stuff, I would have gladly accepted some. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I think if you were trying to get me, like, you'd have to be pretty creative. So I think if somebody had was trying to sell me a product and like had like if it, I was walking down the trade show booth and saw like branded peel and eat shrimp that would get me going <laughs> or like a like, like a nice panini press like that you didn't have to sign up for panini press just, with the with the logo as the yeah, press yeah yeah exactly it's like <laughs> damn I would definitely know to get like Scotchgard every time I you know if, if there's a, a, a nice a nice flatware set with their logo on the handle yeah exactly <laughs> stuff like that stuff that you Crystal don't have to stemware. think about yeah yeah nice yeah, there you uh, see, waterford crystal fake um, waterford crystal yeah <laughs> do you gauge like say you've got conference a versus conference b up there okay and you you've got to decide you're going you're going to one of them you got the budget for one um do you does, is part of your consideration which one has better swag sometimes yeah like i know yeah. with some of the like the apple ones and like the google and I don't know if Facebook does it, but I know like some of the Microsoft, they'll give you like straight up hardware. Like they'll give you like a brand new Xbox or they'll mm -hmm. give you like those things. So like if you're lucky enough to go to those, yes. But, you know, if you're just walking through the floor for, you know, a normal one, you're expecting the pens, the stress balls, the stuff like that. You're going to get some people that are going to do those ones. I think yes, but also at the end of the day, I haven't been going to a lot of conferences lately. But I'm excited for the one that we're going to go to see what swag we get out of yeah, there. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, especially because it's like, I mean, we both have, I mean, with it being, re you know, recording based, it's like, hey, there's some tie-ins with music stuff. It's like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to have anything cooler that I can use in, you know, in relation to my music stuff, even though it's technically podcasting. But Karaoke machines. Karaoke machine podcast pop, karaoke I know that's a new idea i'm gonna put that on the list we're gonna do a podcast go. karaoke where we just another, sing for people. another fantastic business idea we've had some good ones lately too but uh, we don't want to we don't want to roll those out here too far they're still in development but uh yeah um i mean what about the like the a little bit of i don't want to go too far into it but the, like the stadium giveaways like that's that's where my jam is like if if there's a giveaway at a game i'm weighing that way higher than like just a regular run-of-the-mill game like mm -hmm. if there's a there's a chance there's going to be a good promotion. I'm going to try and go to it. Yeah, we could talk bobbleheads, but I don't want to go there yet. I always think of the one of, as a kid, I thought it was a great idea. As an adult, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is an absolute parent's nightmare. It's when you got you went to a baseball game. I remember going to a Cardinals game as a kid uh, in St. Louis for, I think it was one of my brother's very early birthdays. I was really young. Mm -hmm. And they gave away mini baseball bats. And you think about it, it's oh, like, God. whoa, this is an awesome thing. But that's like, can you imagine? Like, initially, what my brother and I we were, we were smacking each other with the mini baseball <laughs> bats all day, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, that that type of gift should not fly these days because a mini baseball bat with you know thirty thousand drunk adults potentially, <laughs> like in a heated baseball game, yeah. just spells hooliganism. So that's like one that I love going. I like the um, 
like there's always the blankets. The blankets are funny. Oh well, I mean you don't tell and me umbrellas. Well, like the last time we went to the track, one of their giveaways. Yeah. Speaking of food giveaways, was they gave away a free hot dog for like the first two hundred people. That Which was that was. I mean that day paid for itself. Oh yes, yes, free program. <laughs> program the hot dog the umbrella which i gave to one of our friends after i got sick of carrying it yep and because it and because we were winning when when he was holding on to it so exactly but it's like a lot of this when you go to the stadium you're committing three hours to carrying around whatever you just got three to five hours depending on the event (laughs) to what you just got and it's like Unless I really am going to use it, I'm probably going to throw it away or I'm going to be sneaky. Very, very sneaky. Yeah. Well, so exactly. So, I mean, we have a scenario like that where we went to the track out, out here in California and uh, the, the giveaway that day was was blankets. Fleece blankets. It was like Fleece 90 blankets. degrees was, out. I don't think it was 90, It was, but it was warm. It, it was felt like, like probably, a 90. Yeah, it was probably 80 degrees and it was springtime. So it was like that first like really warm day where you're like, holy shit, it's nice out. Um, and, a day that uh, you didn't need a blanket. Yeah, we the blankets were unnecessary and we definitely got them. And then so you handed your and you dumped your first one off, correct? Yep. I, yeah, I put it on top of a trash can. I'm like, I ain't, yeah. ain't got no much time to, to like, ain't, ain't got no time to take and carry this around all afternoon. Yeah. And then, and then wound up later in the day finding another one in the in a similar position. Ooh, <laughs> it could have been my same one. I was just putting it in the uh, in my locker, which happened. Oh yeah, move. right. It was, it was the storage unit for it. Uh, I mean, I did that a couple weeks ago. We went to a Giants game up in San Francisco. And they were the giveaway that day was a San Francisco Giants car flag, and <laughs> you would never put that on your car. I'm never putting that on my car. I mean, I had a car flag uh, when I was in high school, you know, but it was a White Sox and a Bears one. Um, the same one, I, or did you? That no, no, I had I had one one on at a time. Okay, and I was going to say I that's... quickly I quickly stopped using them because it was kind of stupid, um, and then. Uh, so knowing that full well, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to use this Giants one, but wound up giving it to my girlfriend and she took it to her kids for like a giveaway at the end of, end of the school year. So, so at least some good came of it. So but re-gifting yeah, I mean, I carried free around, gift? Well, I should say I, I held it for about 10 minutes and then we put it in my girlfriend's backpack and then she carried it the rest of the day. Okay. Regifting <laughs> a re-gift? Like that's like giving somebody boggle or a no, little baker. Just, I'm just transferring the donation. <laughs> That's awesome. But like the bobblehead is always one that's an interesting one because that's uh, I will never give up a bobblehead. That's technically the bobblehead giveaway that's staying regardless. I have a Karan Butler Milwaukee Bucks bobblehead still. Oh, we were up in Milwaukee <laughs> and we were at a Brewers game and there was like, I don't know, it was like, a, you know, a Justin Lucroy bobblehead. And I'm like, these Packers fans next to us got here late. And my dad and I are like, here, you can have our bobblehead. Yeah. And they just cried because they were Brewers fans and they were not good. Yeah, it was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, bobbleheads are always interesting. Like, I don't know, like, the interest, the the market for bobbleheads does not seem as competitive for making it as it should be. And I think we do have an in to make bobbleheads, or excuse me, devices of people with wobbly heads. (laughs) With wobbly appendages. Yes, yeah. Wobble noggins and wobble knockers. Yeah, uh, we'll figure that one out. But still, yeah, like I don't know if there's any like I remember like going the one of the th- ones that I love. It's not necessarily swag. It's only swag once it goes out there is um, 
Anytime you go to a Bulls game and they score 100 points, you get your Big Mac. That's Is that technically swag or is that more of like a contest? Well, it's, it's contingent swag. Yeah. Because everyone does get it. Um, but you do have to, you know, get the. Although I don't even know if it's that contingent because I'm pretty confident you could go into any McDonald's after the Bulls game and no one's going to tell you, no, the Bulls didn't win. Right, right, right. But the worst is when it's 98 to 94 and Doug McDermott's dribbling down and he doesn't take <laughs> the shot with 18 seconds left. And he lets the, the he gets bold in the post game interview because he's like, yeah, sorry guys. I know we were close to that Big Mac and he just gets fucking lit into it was absolutely great. But yes, every time that happens. So, yeah, that's a I mean, I I would definitely classify that as swag. Uh I mean, they do that at the baseball games too with like the um you know, like the donut races or the or the like, you know, the they'll put three random objects up on the, you know, and random uh humanoid type objects that are going to run around a track or have for a sure, race for and, sure. then, uh, and then wind up uh you know, with a random winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, I think the white Sox do like Dunkin' Donuts. So it's like, sure. Cuppy, cuppy coffee, uh, dribbly donut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, doofus donut. Doofus donut <laughs> and, uh, boggle bagel. <laughs> and mine, mine always fucking loses. Oh, for so it sure. doesn't even matter. Well, do you remember uh, the Simpsons one though, with one of the classic ones where was it the Springfield isotopes baseball game? And it was like, they went on tomato night. When Homer was the mascot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the ones that I think of as great. You know, just like there's things that you shouldn't do. Like you shouldn't give eggs as swag. No. You should give peel and eat shrimp if it's in if it's in ice and you're at a conference. Biscuits and gravy, good swag. But yeah, I don't Biscuits know. Biscuits and gravy is not good swag. <laughs> Italian beef sandwiches. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean the food swag thing. That's a that's a business that we'd have to we they'd have to work to perfect. But uh, swag. Well, Patrick. Dogs. Yeah, that, I mean, we've we've got plenty of uh, potential business ideas. We'll just add that one to the list. So, um, when, and then once we do that, we're going to have to figure out how to uh, you know generate swag for that business. So we'll 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 circle back on that one uh, once we've got uh, some more uh, concrete funding on the uh, on the business side of things. Once venture capitalists, possibly you, investors, possibly <laughs> you. But Patrick, let us adjourn from swag. Let me wrap this up with a wah 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 wah. And let's roll into our next topic, my friend. The next topic. Because our next topic is something that's going to be is is very near and dear to both of our hearts. I know this for a fact because we've had at length discussions well prior to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> about about the quality and uh, quantity of this item. We're going to talk about the mascot game. Mascots because, are good because mascots are. I mean, I'm for them in general. Give me a mascot, and I want a, a. Generally, I want a a costumed creature to rile me up at a sporting event. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean mascots are great, like, but there's also bad ones too, and I want to take and make sure that we address some of those bad ones here. Oh yeah, there there are bad bad mascots, but I'm still like even the bad mascots. You're like, hey, you know what? I'd rather have a bad mascot than no mascot. Have you seen that one uh, for the Louisiana baby cakes? Oh God, that one's awful. Yeah, absolutely. The New Orleans baby cakes. Like, let's just first off, straight up there. My brother's like, if you don't talk about these guys as the worst mascot, it it is like, it's just like this like weird like drunk, small baby in New Orleans. Like, you know, it's. uh, I mean, it's almost as ugly as actual babies. Uh, It's (laughs) it's uh, uh, it's got a gargantuan head. 
uh, and it's got this creepy face. It's terrible. It looks like it's out of a like an illustration of a Stephen King character. Or something. It looks like a chubby Chucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Yeah, so I think the best way to go about this is just talk and celebrate some of the mascots that we like in general, and just talk about some of the worst ones that we don't. We don't need a top five. We don't need honorable mentions. No, no, this is uh, this is we're, we're open. This yeah. is free from. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Well, one that's just recently been in the news, uh, Mr. Met. And I personally think Mr. Met is a killer mascot, but it's a bad thing to flip off people when you're a mascot. And uh, Mr. Met got into some trouble for that. It's personality for that. So, like, I think, yeah, it's not good to do that. But there's also been other, like, uh, transgressions done by other mascots. Well, you talk about Benny the Bull. Uh, which like one was that like uh, uh, one of the recent Benny the Bulls I don't think it's the current one I think it's the previous Benny the Bull um, not the actual mascot he didn't get arrested doing this but the man who inside of the mascot costume got arrested for buying weed in Chicago <laughs> that's awesome the man the myth <laughs> the legend no I was thinking more of like uh, going down to mine like you always have the college sports ones too sure and like mascots like it's got to be hot in those suits you, if you hit that moment you're going to break it and like one of those moments uh, that I love is, I think it was the 2007 season, was when the Oregon Duck, Oregon, I'm a huge fan of Oregon Ducks because I'm a Husky fan. Uh, go dogs. Um, but it was it made national news because the Oregon Duck was especially ornery that day. He, the, Oregon was playing Houston in football, so it was, I think, the second week of the season. And I don't know what happened, but there was some sideline chatter, and the Oregon Duck is saw, saw it on YouTube just going into and beating the living crap out of the <laughs> Houston Cougar for minutes and just keeps on doing that. And then I remember at one point in time he does the Degeneration X, like, cross <laughs> on the nuts. He gives him, like, an elbow drop. Other cheerleaders are coming in there. And then he does, like, one of these, and then it goes off. It's great. But then also like ESPN with the This Is Sports Center where they have the right. mascots on those commercials are great. It's got one of the best ones with the Oregon Duck too because they have the, him the one where he's at work. Yeah, the one where he's at work. He's sitting there typing and then looks out the window. He's got a window office and sees the duck pond and they're just quacking. And then all you see is this dejected like uh-huh. And then it's yes. cutscene. It's great. So Oregon Duck is definitely on mine. That's an excellent one. I'm all the thing is with like mascots, it's always entertaining if there's a mascot fight, whether it's staged or whether it's real. Like and it's hard to draw the line of like, hey, let's let's find out how realistic it is. It's like it's it's probably even harder to tell than like like uh, uh, any sort of like wrestling feud because like obviously in wrestling like guys there are certain guys who don't like one another and it carries over into the show but you know like the actual show is fake but it's like you still have like this this feud and you you wonder like what the backstory is on some of like these these mascot fights and whether any like how many of them are are just they decided to have a fight and how many of them are like just a just a like a a staged beef or something like that right for sure like one of the ones that i can think of that uh is interesting just in terms of like the staged parts are like there's a video online and you can find it out the toronto raptors a couple years ago the so sometimes they have like the actual like plush mascot and then they have the inflatable one 
Oh, well, yeah. Well, like the inflatable one put rollerblades on and decided to rollerblade down the stadium and then he biffs it and then he biffs <laughs> it again coming on there. But then there's also this baby raptor, like a mini raptor that they have. And there's YouTube videos like this guy's got whoever does it has got personality because he'll just like sit like next to courtside and like prevent people from getting to their seats like as they're walking around. But like the stage part of it was or unstaged is he'll be like on the uh, on the court like while the cheerleaders are doing the dancing mm-hmm. and then he'll walk up to one of the cheerleaders and he'll eat the cheerleader like literally <laughs> swallow them and they end up inside the costume and then they walk <laughs> off the stage i'm like that's great um that that is excellent yeah you um, gotta watch it i'll post the link to that it's got that, be- that's spectacular yeah um so i was just thinking like how do you, do you prefer like the mascot to be like a costumed thing or do you do you like live action ones because like i'm not big on the like even my school like their their mascot which i've seen do some hilarious things but it's just a, i mean it's just a big husky right like, which is it's cool but i'm not necessarily looking for that in a mascot like one i can't stand is uh the vikings mascot the ragnar, ragnar. he's just a fucking, stupid ass viking who rides in on a goddamn motorcycle how fucking dumb is that yeah like for me i like there's some live action mask i like both to be honest um so live action mascots that i like are generally in college sports you know mm-hmm. college sports actually have like the most pageantry like what is it? Uh, Bevo, the Texas Longhorn steer that yeah, they have—that's yeah. insane. Uh, Mike the Tiger is one of my favorites, and that's like a lot of the SEC ones have crazy mascots. They have the Butler tig- Bulldog, Georgia Bulldog. Ugga's on the list, and like Ugga biting, or sniffing at Bobby Bowden, and like actually like doing <laughs> that stuff—it's cool. Like the one one of the ones that I always loved was University of Tennessee. Smokey, Smokey is one mm-hmm. of the greatest, you know, bass or blue tick hounds that they have. Like. Just like whenever I think of Tennessee, I think of that dog, the, the like the actual dog instead of the uh, one where somebody's dressed in there. Sure. Um, but one of the ones that I love, I think there's like it's steeped in tradition. And one of the ones that I love is Colorado with Ralphie, the full on buffalo, buffalo that they run. <laughs> and like if you watch some of the videos around it, it's absolutely insane because the buffalo they run it down and turn it around and it comes back and they say it's got like four or five handlers that are on a full on sprint holding to make sure the buffalo doesn't go crazy yeah. um wow. and to make sure she doesn't go crazy I and mean, you know you could imagine if they had like a bull like a male buffalo doing mm-hmm. it it's more tame uh, it's just absolutely crazy um for that so i do like those particular ones some of the ones that i like are even ones that are more of like paper mascots they're the ones that are and for this it's like i don't know if they have a live action i don't know if they're not but it's like the alaska fairbanks nanooks like a actual polar bear in eskimo (laughs) that's awesome because polar bears are sweet but then can we just talk about the University of California education system? For, oh, most definitely. Like yeah. they got mascot, I'm right in the wheelhouse for that. Mascot game is strong up in that state of California. I don't know about the the education coming out of those particular <laughs> universities. Well, Berkeley's not bad, right? But Berkeley doesn't even cut the list of the top two that I have. No, on they're mine. boring and they're just the the bears. So. Yeah, and it's like, what is there? Is it Otto who's the bear or whatever? Is I don't. I don't even know. It's yeah. It's not. It's not anywhere close to uh, some of these candidates I know you've got. Oh yeah, the UC Irvine Anteaters is amazing and is an amazing. <laughs> like who? I want to know who the guy. Who, the, the guy who probably figured it out discovered and built top. Taco Bell and put the campus headquarters right there in Irvine, California. 
with the test kitchen there. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I got out of university, and I think I'm going to make it an anteater as the mascot. It's like, and their anteater is Peter the anteater. And it's like, okay, I see where you're coming with that. <laughs> well played, <laughs> sir. Well played, sir. Um, and then the other one that I love out of the UC system is the UC Santa Cruz, the banana slugs. Oh, yes. Like, I'm thinking to myself, the mighty banana slugs are coming out to take in uh, – you know, if they were a baseball team, it would be a straight up a slugfest. Well, I mean, they have a baseball team, I think. Slugfest? Get it? Get it? Nothing? Okay. I got And Sammy the Slug, and the best part about Sammy the Slug is you can rent them for birthday parties, but there is a waiver that you have to sign. I was looking at this a couple weeks ago and recently. Like, you could take and rent Sammy to come to, like, your Chuck E. Cheese birthday party as long as there's, like no alcohol or uh, lewd and lascivious conduct or narcotics or anything like that. I'm like, damn, that ruins all my birthday party things at Chuck E. Cheese that I was hoping so, to well, now, You mentioned Chuck E. Cheese. So I know two uh, very close friends of mine who were both, uh, who both dressed up in the Chuck E. Cheese uh, <laughs> costume and had to do that during their times working at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my God. I also found out the other day that the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands, stands for entertainment. Chuck Entertainment Cheese? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what I how I feel about that. I, yeah. My mind has actually been blown. Um, <laughs> literally. But, uh, I mean, on the college rankings, uh, a lot of my enjoyment of mascots came from playing NCAA 2003 okay. um, and getting the mascot mode. Um, so I would very frequently play, and not that Syracuse is really any good at football. Oh, the, they were. The Otto the Orange is a sweet mascot. So I just had these gargantuan men, you know, walking oranges running around a football field, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, but, there's there's Brutus, there's, you know, the Buckeye and all that the, stuff. The uh, Michigan State Sparty is awesome uh, oh, yeah. in that. And then uh, also uh, another excellent odd one. Uh, and this made for good games because you could play Syracuse as the orange and uh, you would go as with the opponent is Stanford. And oh, Stanford the, is just the tree. Yeah. The Cardinal <laughs> is the tree. The tree is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Like, have oh, you yeah. ever seen their live action mascot or not mm-hmm. live action? Their their mascot. It yeah, kind of yeah. looks like a Goomba from Mario. <laughs> like a little just like yeah. okay this is something i'm like yeah but there's some that are like interesting i think of when i think of mascots and i think of best mascots any mascot that could slam dunk was pretty much aces in my book like during the nba uh like during like the 90s the, when sure. they were doing like the the slam dunk and mascots was like the biggest thing i don't know if, did benny the bull ever dunk Oh, yeah, he, he still does. He jumps off the trampoline. Okay, so Benny the Bull Dunks. But two of my favorite ones were, one is R.I.P. Seattle Sonics. It's Sasquatch, you know, yeah. was one of, like, not only, like, the reason I like these two is because the, the commitment to excellence and danger was the Seattle Sasquatch mascot would dunk through fire hoops. <laughs> but he would also be, like, Chewbacca flying through. So, like, if he didn't get through correctly – he would be on fire almost instantly, which is absolutely amazing. And then I don't understand why it's a gorilla, but the Phoenix Suns gorilla is one of the best mascots of all time. Yeah, the Phoenix down. Suns gorilla is excellent. Um, I think of, um, I mean, obviously, like just being a Bulls fan, like Benny the Bull was always uh, uh, kind of like towards the top. But let me give you one terrible. Well, actually, I got two really terrible NBA mascots. 
So the Clippers used to have a mascot called, I believe, he it was a condor, Chuck the Condor. Oh, yeah. And what about their new one, Clippy? Yeah. Steve Ballmer's Clippy the Clippers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would that be? Now, that is something I would get behind. But, yeah, the, the condor is awful. If you've ever seen a condor, they're hideous birds. Aren't there um, not many of them left? No, they're making a comeback. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they were almost extinct. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're hideously ugly. They're, they look like vultures. Uh, I mean, that's, they're bad. Um, and then, uh, another really awful one is the hip hop rabbit from the 76ers. What is this? I don't know this. <laughs> oh boy. You're going to need to go ahead and uh, set that up for yourself because they had a, a rabbit with, it was wearing like sunglasses and like a little bandana type thing. I mean, you would like dunk. a tricks rabbit. I mean, no, I mean, it was more, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He's a, obviously a little bit bigger. Um, but uh, yeah, not a not a not a good mascot. Yeah, uh, not a good look. <laughs> yeah, things like you want to hear mascot ideas that have gone wrong. It's like when they have those pee wee games at halftime, where it's like the mascot challenge, and they play a bunch of pee wee teams. Sure. And the mascot, the person in the mascot was like you know third string JV, you know all intramural in college uh, for football, mm-hmm. and then you just see him taking stiff arm like a 12 year old out of the end zone and stuff like that it's like yeah i get the idea that it's a decent idea that you want to have this be for the kids but like you know no dx in the kid the, the pb yeah. kids there so yeah i mean one of the ones that i think is also great is just because he's a mascot for one of my favorite teams uh which i do not agree with dead spin he should be much higher was fred bird <laughs> Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals mascot, just a traditional icon. Like, you know, he's there. We we didn't even talk about the Philly fanatic, but I could tell you one of the worst mascots ever is that rapey looking Chicago Cubs <laughs> bear Clark. And as I was doing research, like I was like, this guy's like, he's wearing a shirt, but no pants. And he's kind of got like weird stands and he's like, come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> um, but I guess Deadspin or one of the uh, things did like a can uh like a caption contest and stuff like that and somebody submitted with uh clark fully naked with male genitalia (laughs) and one of was it csn or wgn it was comcast sports comcast worse than that is like talking about like oh and we have clark here. it was right when they unveiled the mascot right and you just see it with you know a dong and balls just like (laughs) oh and we gotta take it go off with this one Yeah, one of the worst mascots ever. Like, I don't, the Cubs really don't need a mascot, to be honest. Like, and now that Clark is out in the wild, like, <laughs> doing press and stuff, it's kind of scary. But yeah, I don't, I mean, it's, I think it's got to be really difficult to, like, just bring in a mascot and be like, hey, this is our new thing. It's got to be very tough. After to, hundreds like, of years of the franchise to, history, to brand that and bring it out. But uh, yeah, I mean, in baseball, um, you know, like you, you mentioned the Philly fanatic. I don't, I don't know if this is blasphemy or whatever. I don't think the Philly fanatics that great. Um, the White Sox also have one that's kind of similar to that, like a big green creature. It's Southpaw. I think he's kind of lame too. I mean, it, I mean they do cool stuff um, in the. I just don't really care for the costume. Sure. Um, but ones I do dig are two very similar ones, and that would be one the Nationals with the presidents who do the race. Oh, the Thomas also, Jeffersons, and then yeah. Milwaukee with the sausages. Yeah, Milwaukee with the sausages. So, okay, let's talk serious talk right now. Who's going to win your race? I got mine locked in. I'll tell you right now. Chorizo man, one hundred percent. You're a chorizo man. one hundred percent. Polish. See, the last time we were at a game, Frankfurter got a way head start and almost uh-huh. biffed it, but just one straight away. We were all calling for a rematch, but you know, 
wearing a hot dog and sausage. Steve, <laughs> for people who haven't been to Milwaukee or don't know what we're talking about, explain the sausage races. Well, so in I believe it's the I believe it's the seventh inning stretch, right? Uh, um, six and a half. Six, six and a half. Yeah. Um, so they will uh, basically put. They have four adults who put on, or five now. It is five. You're right. Um, so they have uh, they they basically suit up in a different encased meat uh, costume, top heavy, wearing later hose in <laughs> and hats yeah. and stuff. It's... <laughs> and they race around the warning track of the stadium and into a designated endpoint. And the winner of the race, uh, I don't know if they. I don't they, think they give away. It's just I don't pride. Think they tie it's anything just... in? It's just uh, it's a, a aged long tradition there they also have bernie the brewer uh i don't know if they still trot him out there but bernie the brewer is also a pretty cool mascot he's got he a slide. slide yeah yeah he he's would got slide down into the, the mug of beer which is pretty sweet yeah yeah I, like the whole thing is like you go around there it's like sausage 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 you know but those and every now and again they'll, they'll like uh stage things where they'll like bump into each other and like and sometimes they just unintentionally biff it and you just see this uh, a grown adult go crashing in the ground well, in, the, in, in a hot dog suit. They're top heavy hot dog suits and they yeah. can't get up. So it's like, they're just rolling <laughs> around in that. It's absolutely, <laughs> they're like Ralphie's brother and uh, Randy and, and yeah, Randy yeah. Christmas story. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, well, Patrick, leave us with uh, one more good one. One more bad one. Oh, one more screen. good one. One more bad one. Um, Huh? Bad one. Let's see here. I'm going to say good one. I'm going to leave you with two good ones. Okay. You know, I'm not huge fans of the franchises, but I know people that are fans of the franchise and they can swear by them being great. And the good, they're both good ones. And I would say the Seattle Mariners moose. Everybody seems to love that because you can't really hate on a moose. And then the other one I'm going to take is from the NHL and it is going to be from the San Jose sharks. And you got to love sharky. Sharky's pretty fun. Oh yeah. Sharky, Sharky, you can't you can't get go wrong with the sharks. So, no, yeah. no. So I'm gonna go for my uh, for my bad one. These are both gonna be from hockey, just at different levels. Um, because uh, one for the NHL, the Columbus Blue Jackets used to, uh, and they I don't know if they still trot them out, but they had a mascot, and it was called Stinger, and it was just this creepy bee well, insect looking thing, and it had horrifying eyes and it didn't look like anything that anyone would ever like who wants a bee? Like no, no one wants to be around a bee. And uh, so yeah, that, that one's pretty brutal, but an excellent one from, uh, you know, our uh, hometown of Chicago, the Chicago wolves wolf is badass. And thanks to my, my good friend, Eric for uh, posting the uh, gif of that. Uh, I think they call him skates skates. 100%. Um, yeah. He's, he's an excellent mascot um, going back a very long time. So uh, yeah, I'm big, big fan of skates and minor league hockey in general. Yeah. I think from that, the Rockford ice hogs have one too called hammy, which is just this fat pig. Yeah. Which is like, they put it on skates. That one I don't like, but and, the ice hogs have an awful goal song. So I'm right. Yeah, I've got, I, I got no part of them, okay. even though they're the Hawks affiliate. And the fact that you decided to go to other levels, to minor league levels, I have to say that 100% one of the worst mascots ever is cool bird. The Seattle Thunderbirds mascot. <laughs> I will take that to the grave. One hundred percent. I think that uh, is a perfect uh, segue into the next segment. So let's cut this one off. Let's go with a wow. And let's roll into our our. I think what's going to be our signature segment for the day because uh, we were talking a little bit of minor leagues there, and uh, let's let's get into uh, 
the the joys that uh, all of minor league sports provide to us because uh, it is a truly wacky and uh, entertaining world of minor league sports. Minor league sports, major fun is how I like to call yes. it. I think it's like I would rather now. And let me. I'm not going to say rather see a minor league game versus a professional game, but you can have a lot of fun on a lot. I'm not going to say cheaper even. It's a lot more fun. The dollar goes a little further, and you can get yeah. great seats. And you can see it's just you're going to see pros that are going to come up and be the stars of tomorrow there. So, like, minor league, for me, one of the best, like, minor league sports experiences that I have has been going up when I used to live out in the Seattle area, would be going to Everett to watch by my hockey team, my minor league team. <laughs> Major Junior uh, WHL staple of the Everett Silvertips with their mascot, Lincoln <laughs> the Bear, number 72. I mean, the Silvertips were great. I remember going up there, and the games you would go to would be, like you'd sit like six rows from the glass, $15 tickets, eight $6 beers or whatever, and you'd get three periods of great hockey. And the best part about it is if it's Saturday night, depending on what, like who they're playing, if it's, if it's a Saturday night in Everett and they're playing Seattle and it's like 2009 or even before that, you're probably going to get a line brawl and you're probably (laughs) going to get, you know, I remember one Saturday night, it was fight night. And in the third period, there was six period or there were six major fighting penalties that happened because they dropped the puck center of the ice yep. drop the puck center of the ice and it's just like that is fun but these players that you play have been in the nhl and are going to be in the nhl they're just young they're 16 to 20 year olds so mm-hmm. i would highly recommend if you're a hockey fan and you don't if you call yourself a hockey fan you need to watch some major junior hockey you need to watch the chl which is the whl ohl and quebec major junior league um to understand like you see some of the greatest like Patrick Kane came out of there. Like everybody's played there. Hall of Famer pl- players have come out of different uh, major leagues. So I love minor league hockey. I love the WHL. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of minor league hockey as well. Um, I I don't go quite as deep into it like you do. I, I mostly stick to the AHL, which I mean, there's still plenty of uh, gimmicks and uh, and plenty of line brawls. I remember going to a, a Wolves game. Um, I think they were playing Milwaukee and there yeah I, it was one of the same scenarios they they drop the puck to begin the game there's a fight literally everyone fighting so then they you know get everything settled reset they go about 5 minutes of play there's another fight go another 5 minutes there's another fight they wound up stopping the game four four times in the first period for fights um and they scored one goal in the entire damn game <laughs> yeah it's good like i mean to to the point of like i bought the WHL Everett Silver Tips playoff package yeah. to stream, and I didn't watch the Blackhawks playoffs because I was in bad luck. I was in bad luck. They got swept by Seattle, which is really, really saddening to me. The Blackhawks got swept too. Yeah, so it was just like I can't take another one of these things. But, yeah, like minor league hockey is great. I think the AHL is awesome too, and I think some of the California teams. The, the reason I like minor league sports is the the logos, the team names, the gimmicks that they pull to get oh, yeah. people in is just absolutely great. I remember when we were also in like uh, when we were in Anaheim last year, like some of the stuff that's like 
you talk about the gulls left and right, like the San Diego gulls and how mm-hmm. like those are the freaking amazing things. Something that I don't understand is how they could charge so much for a jersey in the team shop like they oh, did that Oh, it was day. absurd. Yeah, for like absurd. The, yeah, they were charging like almost $500 for the minor league team at the team store. It's like yeah, I'm not going to do that. And they only had RC Cola, which pissed you off. It was just yeah. it was just a, a very not good night for Steve at the there's, at the There's at nothing the good in Anaheim anyway. And yeah. we're going back there, so <laughs> even better. <laughs> even better, even better. But uh yeah, I mean, I'm me personally, I'm a huge fan of minor league baseball. Um actually and most of this stems from my favorite major league team being just brutally bad the past <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know, uh, rebuilding. Well, I guess they made the playoffs in 2008. So, yeah, so for the almost a decade, they've just been terrible. So uh, the White Sox finally deciding to, uh, um, you know, bite the bullet and start a rebuild uh, kind of reinvigorated my interest. I was always into minor league baseball, like when I was younger, just because like we had a independent team up in Kenosha that we would go up to like during Little League, like our summer trip would be it's like hey like the whole league is going to go up for a game and go watch the kenosha croakers kenosha um, i was going to say the kenosha kickers is it like the home yeah, alone no. band yeah so the uh like were they I've the always... frogs <laughs> yeah um, were they but uh croakers? so yeah i mean I, w- I would get into that so now i've gotten into it again i brought out my uh bit the bullet on it this year and bought uh, the minor league tv uh milb tv absolutely it's hilarious. It's fantastic. And it's hilariously bad at certain points because you've got 50, I think they say there's like 5,500 games a year and you can watch just about all levels. Like there's a, a advanced double a triple a they, and they have rookie ball as well. Um, but not all of the games are broadcast necessarily, especially at like the lowest levels. Um, but man, the, like the difference in production values and, and stuff is just like, is just comical on some of these, some games. guy like, filming on a GoPro. And then it, honestly, it might be worse. Like what I was watching a game the other night and I was just trying to catch up on it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing like, it looks like a VHS tape. Like, you know, when the, like the tape is getting a little bit uh, loose from the reels and you just get the line across the screen and stuff. It's like, why, why is this happening? Like we'll fix it in post. We don't worry about that right now. And and like the audio quality is like jumping around like from highs to lows and stuff. But uh, uh, sounds and, like a silver tip stream. Like I was watching the <laughs> I was watching the uh, Winston Salem Dash play the other day, um, and they had they it was watching the opposing team's feed because they only have one one feed for the game, and uh, it's they brought in some girl who was like. 13 or 14 who was a pitcher and she had like some disease that she was like advocating for which was which was fantastic but it's like you bring in a 13 or 14 year old girl into this broadcast and like the broadcasters asking her questions and it's all like one word answers yeah and you, it's like they're just trying to fill time like uh-huh. in between, you know on this thing it's like there's nothing to talk about in this game there's nothing to talk about here and like this guy is just trying for dear life to like put together a, you know a couple minutes to fill and he just can't do it and like this, exactly he just he dragged it out as best he could but uh, he's like oh and my producers are nodding like that this is correct because the girl didn't answer the questions like, <laughs> for her too because it's like hey this is just a kid like she's you know she has no you know no real uh reason to be like this wonderful interviewer or anything like that it's just she just happened to be doing something cool uh but yeah it was like it's just like those type of things that you get and then obviously the logos and the gimmicks are oh. top 
just top notch in minor league sports. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen every one. There's always there's like a couple of them this year that are doing a lot of like the Beatles stuff, mm-hmm. like Beatles night, and that's I I don't know if it's a significant year because like it's the Beatles when they came over and played a lot of the baseball stadiums, like did those tours, or if it's just like they know their audience. It's great, but like didn't um was it uh, Toledo who is doing. Um, the mud hens yeah the mud hens didn't they have a beatles night where they did like sergeant peppers like uniforms uniforms and yeah stuff like yeah that? they did yeah it's just and crazy they're also doing the uh was it the the dream the team dream uniforms? Team. yeah yeah it's, it's are, clever it's clever how do they think about these like how does one person think about this and then also how does one like okay we're gonna get the rights we're gonna do the jerseys we're gonna do all this and make it work like I know that I, I see you. I see your hat. I see what you're wearing right now. <laughs> like that's an easier one, but we can like. How do they like? Oh, how is a dream team night going to be something that's going right. to be good? Well, I think they have the backing of Major League Baseball, so they probably can ease into some rights stuff. Okay, that probably helps. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine that uh, having that, like, the, it's probably easier to work with. Cause, like, and the like a big thing right now is Star Wars night. Oh, um, for sure. It's yeah. Like, obviously, that is you know Disney property now, and they are going to want to milk every penny out of it, but. I'm sure with baseball being what it is, I'm I'm sure that they can pull some strings there to make that happen with uh, limited restrictions because I see that all over the place, Ma- major league and minor league now. For sure, for sure. Um, should we should we talk about the franchise that is after my heart 100%? Oh yes. Yeah. So I, I we need to. Uh, so what I'm going to be doing is a is a uh, I'm going to be posting a monthly uh, little uh, snapshot of. Uh, a varying minor league hat that I'm going to be procuring because I'm a sucker for hats and I like minor league hats, especially because they have either ridiculous logos, ridiculous team names, or they do ridiculous promotions or all three Um, or yeah. And sometimes all of them. So the, the franchise that we've got, and I I just posted this out to Facebook uh, on our, uh, before we started recording this. So uh, people should be seeing it, uh, you know, before this comes out, but uh, the, the franchise near and dear that's winning Patrick's heart over minute by minute is the Fresno Grizzlies who happen to be the, they're the triple a affiliate for the Houston Astros. And uh, they, they are, I want to say probably at the forefront of hilarious promotions and awesome stuff solely number one for this fantastic hat that we have. Um, what they do is they have a taco night um, and they will bring they had in, a taco night. The first they, one they, they had they, a taco. Yeah. The they first do one. It. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they have taco nights on Tuesdays, but then they do a huge like celebration and that night they switch their hats and jerseys over and they become the Fresno tacos instead of the Fresno Grizzlies. And they have these yellow and, and green hats that they put out, and they just have a gargantuan taco on the front. 100% the best logo in sports. <laughs> like, 100%. You go see tacos play tonight? Yeah, tacos! And, and so they they do this. They bring in taco trucks from around town. Um, it's a it's a huge thing. Like And the, this year, one another thing that do, they're doing against an opponent, opposing team is they're having a night in – uh, Albuquerque they're playing the Albuquerque isotopes and the isotopes are turning into the green chili cheeseburgers and so it's going to be tacos versus green chili cheeseburgers that night it's which freaking, is it's amazing spectacular. well and <laughs> I mean and, and, how could how could you not want to be part of that it's 100% one of the greatest things because it brings the ta- like they get the local vendors in to take and have the taco contest and all this other stuff it, it it's amazing and it first started off as just like a 
a couple of years ago as a one-off gag, right. like a taco truck festival. And it was like, it was so popular that they started to rebrand every Tuesday for it. And it's like, that gets people out to the ballpark. But then talk, the link you sent me last night was that even, you know, if not to having the tacos 100% steal my heart, seeing this yeah. link was the thing that would be like, okay, <laughs> I so, am married to you as a minor league franchise 100%. Yeah, and and so the another fantastic promotion that they ran was uh, they one night decided that they were going to uh, have crisscross. They were going to make you jump. They were going to make you jump, and they did crisscross jerseys, and they were backwards jerseys that they they put. They just flipped the bad boys around. Like I mean, all design wise, it wasn't uh, actually. They weren't. Actually it wasn't functionally turning. backwards, yeah. but but uh, they wore they, the pants the normal way, which could yeah, have been they, awkward if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but they dedicated a night to that, which is, uh, I mean, that if if anything is going to win you, I mean, if um, the only other thing I think they would do that would get you would be a Nelly night. A Nelly night or a genuine pony night, genuine pony, or maybe night. like an R. Kelly the buffet night, like or something along those lines, but. 100% they are going to get some of my money this summer 100% for sure and it would be like I think it might be like if not the first maybe the second minor league baseball game I would have ever seen is this summer going up oh, to wow. see them I, I tend to you know the the access to the minor league hockey was always closer and well yeah but you had the to- Tacoma Rainiers too and the Everett the- Silver or and then the Everett Aqua Sox who may be on our list in the future the little- yes um yeah, I mean, minor league. I'm actually going on Friday to the Visalia Rawhide game um, in California. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of lucky because we have the California League and then a couple teams in the Pacific Coast League. Sure. I think so. Um, there's a lot of minor league baseball out here. Obviously, the weather is very good, so it, it's advantageous for that. Um, so, I mean, we in San Jose here, we have the San Jose Giants, and then in you have teams in Stockton, Modesto, like mostly in the Central Valley, and then anybody, going down towards anybody LA. in Gilroy. No, none in Gilroy. Okay, but if, that's where we're going to put our team. The Greek or the oh, the garlics. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, like, the team in Stockton rebrands one night as the asparagus. That's awesome. <laughs> and they literally made like full dye sublimated asparagus jerseys, where there are just asparagus stalks coming up on their, on their uniforms. <laughs> but, so, do you like the teams? Like, when you're taking and watching these, are you liking the fact that it's the gimmicks that get you into watch it? Or are you looking at the future prospects that are going to be in these leagues going forward? It's, it's both. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me now, uh, like right now, I have a big focus on kind of scouting, not not professionally or anything, but just kind of keep an eye on like talent that's coming up. Um, it's just kind of been my focus this year on baseball is like, hey, I'm, I'm going to really pay attention to the minors and kind of see how things are progressing. Uh, like the draft is coming up. So I'm, I'm like, I was watching four minor league games the other night, just had them up in different windows for and doing <laughs> research. All on, show I had, I had them on mute because, well, I had the other night when I was doing show research, I had four major league games on and then two minor leagues. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's just fun to kind of scout that. But like, I appreciate the gimmicks. Like it reminds me a lot of like, just, I mean, it's just crazy stuff to put people in the seats. And I think it's kind of, it's a, it's a unique entertainment experience and it gets, it gets, you know, it just cuts me to my core. It, it, I appreciate it because I would do the same shit. Absolutely. My 100% <laughs> my show prep for this segment was watching major league back to the minors, which was not a good movie. Major league no. one. Great. Major league two. Awesome. Jack Parkman, uh, major league back to the minors had, what is it? Scott Bakula. 
as like the Ooh. the the coach, the manager. And you know, whenever you have a sports movie that Scott Bakula is your ma- major lead <laughs> role, it, it it they were struggling to get the you know they probably were trying to get Tom Berenger and he's like, no, I'm not doing that. But they did have yeah. Pedro Serrano in there. Right. They had Rube, and they had all like some of the teams were in the minors. Uh, they had uh, Tanaka. He was running a pirate-themed uh, miniature golf tra- <laughs> go- miniature golf course and goes and plays with the miners. Let me just tell you, the movie did not hold up well. Then no. the I'm not going to try to give the plot away, but I am, is they end up playing the Minnesota Twins in, uh, what is it? The, what is, it's not the Silver Dome. The Metrodome? Metrodome. Yeah. And the guy who is the... Uh, not the guy who was Mr. Scream in Wayne's World 2, who was also in Married with Children, is the manager for the twins. And they were going to lose the game, and he turns the lights out in the building. That's the synopsis for you on Back to the Minors, Major League, <laughs> Major League Back to Minors. You can watch it on Hulu, it's there. I, I suggest you watch it. I suggest you listen to those podcast episodes. And yeah. use your entertainment value to go back and take and watch Congo and help me out on there. <laughs> help me help you. So, so you're going to need to put together some sort of uh, swag or promotion in order to get people to vote. You vote your way. Peel and eat Congo shrimp or something <laughs> like that. So, Steve, I mean, I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to I was going to rap. Oh, you can rap. Yeah, there's, there's there's no problem with that. We've got we got plenty of minor leagues to cover and uh, there it's no shortage. It is just simply a. Uh, uh, a, a wonderful piece of American entertainment that should be treasured for by all generations. Yes. Like, like I said before, 100%. It's minor league, but major fun. And you have to go with it knowing that it's going to be a great time. You know, sometimes you can bring your own like picnic baskets and shit inside of the parks. It's great. So, and with that, I think we have to go bump, 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 Steve, that's it. I think we did it. We we managed to take and do an episode, and we I think did. We've we've done this uh, eighteen prior times, so this this being the nineteenth is always a good thing. I think the best part about this is I just got out of the hot tub to come here and just enjoying some Tecate Light and some nice Oberons here, which is our hot tub beer of the week and our beer of the week. If you want to go procure some for your your hot tub or your mowing sake, go do so. It's good stuff, right? It is. It's a solid uh, solid uh, chill beer. And with that, Steve, take it away. Roll us on out of here. Yes, let's let's roll out like dust, dust in the wind. Let's just blow in. So if you if you're so inclined, check us out at ohthispodcast.com. You can catch all the episodes there. You can also subscribe to us, please. You know, if you if you're interested in the show, you want to listen, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, on Google Play. I think we're up on Stitcher now. Possibly we are. Uh, Marketing so, oh, department just, got that there. There we go. We're on Stitcher now as well. Um, if you want to catch us, like our page on Facebook, uh, so you can see some of our uh, our posts, our hat of the month, our also our. Uh, uh, you can see some more stuff about it, the beers that we pick and things of that nature. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can also uh, check us out if you want to support the uh, show. Hit us up on Patreon. We've got a bunch of different uh, promotions and stuff on there that uh, if you're so inclined, you can help uh, support the show. Much love to everybody. Go vote, Amy. Go vote, Simba. We'll do the official release of the the best animal in the leading role. Probably, maybe, let's say next week we'll, we'll do that. But also yeah, we when need you, to let that marinate. Also, when you're doing that, give us a huge favor. Share that post on Facebook and also on Twitter with what you're voting for. 
Um, but until next time, let me just see here. Do we have anything going for next week? Do we know what we're doing? Uh, we've got we've got a few things uh, cooked up there. Uh, I don't know if you want to uh, roll them out, but uh, we certainly have uh, have a little bit of a game plan for next week. Yeah, yeah. To get you uh, to get you going, we're taking about and talking about some things that uh, you know these are tentative in nature. Uh, but we're going to take and talk about some really hard hitting topics with in our real talk segment. We are going to talk Woody vs. Buzz, a Toy yeah. Story segment. Uh, where we would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, everything like that. Oh, also, most definitely, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a dangerous conversation. Right? I, I am preparing. I'm putting myself, you know, getting my getting my war paint on because uh, I have a feeling that we're going to have uh, some things, some some. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be a civil war, is what it's gonna be. It's great that you talk about you're gonna get your war paint on because I think the next thing that we're gonna talk about is we're gonna talk about summer vacation as in a kid versus the 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 lovely adulting summer vacation. <laughs> and I, I thought after I graduated college, I'd get ten weeks of you know ten so weeks of time instead, vacation. Said you've just been painting your face. Said, yes, painting your face. And I think we're gonna roll up with the last little bit talking about famous fun stories about water-based weaponry in our arms dealing section, talking about squirt <laughs> guns and also stuff around there. But that's going to be next week. But think about this Woody and Buzz stuff. Let that marinate for you guys. But until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. We are out. Good night, all. <laughs>